0: Meet Evgeny Malkin, noted chemistry killer, producing better than a point a game. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins, and it comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates right where you found this. Penguins, of course, are in their NHL All-Star break, as are all of the league's teams as of late last night. And I feel I'd be remiss if I didn't revisit the last dozen games, meaning the dozen games since Gino rejoined the lineup in Anaheim. He, of course, had a terrific debut out there against the Ducks, and all he's put up since then are five goals and eight assists over 12 games. Also, he's been a dominant, at times overwhelming, force on what's been the NHL's number one-ranked power play since the calendar flipped. Has been, in short, himself. He's been the best version of himself. All the stuff that we'd heard Gino saying about his knee, Getting it back to full strength, being able to push off the way he wants, being able to get that extra little edge that's always put him over the top. And by the edge, I'm referring to his skating. We're seeing now what that looks like. And yet, and yet, even he will acknowledge that it's not all the way there. I'm not talking about the knee, I'm talking about his level of play he told us this the other night at PPG Paints Arena after the game against Washington I'm trying to do my best I mean it's like uh, we have a tough schedule like last uh, last week we play so much games but uh guys play good like unbelievable they like, can uh play hard play like uh try everything but I knew I can play better and I I will and like uh we have break right now. It's held I think, too much. And, like, a little bit rest before playoffs. It's good. Yeah, he's okay with it. He's okay with the knee. He's okay with the production. He's okay with, I guess, everything really other than the team's results of the final four games before the break, although he was one of many who acknowledged that that was a lot of hockey being played there in January by the team overall. I'm here to tell you, after seeing this much and feeling the same way about his game, meaning that there's yet another gear, because we've seen it in the past, and then adding on top of that, that over the last three years, according to DK Pittsburgh Sports hockey analyst Danny Shirey, Malkin has the eighth most points per hour of any player in the league. What are points per hour? This is actually a really cool stat that's not all that complex. This is using points as measured against your minutes played. Not your team's minutes, but your own. How productive are you as an individual when you've gone over the boards? And there are only seven players. All of them among the game's biggest names, obviously who've produced at a better rate than Gino has in his mid-30s. That's really, really impressive. Now imagine what could be next and what it could mean. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how One dollar can be turned into five full meals. For those in need, visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. The three most significant words anyone associated with the Pittsburgh Penguins will speak this winter will be the following. I. Rich. Guy. Do you remember when Gino said that shortly after his return? He was talking about his contract status. He was saying, in essence... Listen, I'm not going to be trying to break the management here. I'm not going to be trying to blow up the salary cap structure. Pay me something that's fair, show me where to sign, and let's play hockey and ideally add a fourth Stanley Cup. That was the message that he was sending. If he wanted to do even the tiniest amount of hardball playing, he could have done it. He could have done it right then and there. Instead, he comes back with I, rich guy. His current salary, for anybody who doesn't know, is 9500000 million. It's been that for a very long time. One of the many amazing things about the prolonged dynamic between Sidney Crosby and Gino is that Sid was always okay with Gino getting paid more, just like Sid is okay with Gino being the last one on the ice behind him. Uh, There's a mutual respect between them that's uh, immeasurable, uh, incomparable. When you're talking about sports history, teammates that have been together that long who've won so much and who've done it so amazingly amicably, and $9.5 million is a lot. It's a lot to pay a player at that stage of life, no matter who they are and what they've achieved. I know there are people who have compared this situation to what happened just recently in Washington between the Capitals and Alexander Ovechkin, where Ovechkin signed uh, into his year 40 season, and he'll be collecting $10 million a year. Well, Ovechkin's coming with a different dynamic. He's chasing Wayne Gretzky's gold record. He's going to get it, I believe. And he in turn shores the front office down there and the ownership, Ted Leonsis, that the Capital One Center is going to be filled for years to come. That's a pretty nice guarantee to have when you're signing a contract of that magnitude. The Capitals are about to become, not this year, not next year, but probably the year after that, a little bit of a circus. You're going to start seeing things that look like, feel like, a home run chase. This is hockey's greatest record. This is a record that most of us, growing up, believed would never be touched For real, especially when suffering through the dead puck era and seeing so many records set that were just so far out of reach, even for Mario Lemieux and others. But Ovechkin can and will get that, so he's worth a certain amount. With Malkin, I think it's very, very likely that you'll see a pay cut from 95 I also think there's a way that the Penguins can put it together in a respectful way where he gets guaranteed X amount of term, meaning maybe a year or so longer than he'd actually intend to be playing, just to make sure that he doesn't feel a sense of, oh no, my three years are up, I'm done. That said, isn't it nice to watch him scoring the way he is, running that power play the way he is? without sweating that he's going to be gone. It's a very different feeling than when you watch Brian Rust pumping goals these days or Chris Letang having a great 200-foot game or something like that. Gino is the most certain of the three to stay. That is not at all a bad thing. When we come back, just one question. Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question. That's brought to you always on this program by FuboTV. The monthly cost of cable is over 200 Fubo FuboTV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels, including AT&T, Sportsnet, Pittsburgh. And right now, FuboTV is offering our listeners of this show a 7-day free trial and 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash DK. FuboTV.com slash DK. And today's J1Q comes from David Thomas, who asks, Are you concerned at all about Tristan Jari's play dropping slightly over the last week? I am 100% not concerned, David. For one thing, I don't think it was that bad. When you look, let's say, for example, at the Washington game, which is probably what's understandably most on your mind since that was the last game, Tuesday night, and the Capitals did score four goals. You know, if you go over them, tell me what you didn't like. Nick Dowd came in on a clean, shorthanded breakaway uh, and made a really nice move, by the way. There was a sweet little move finished by Daniel Sprong, and that's something that we've seen before. There we saw Orlov dump a rebound into an open net, and then scored in a three-on-three when he was allowed by Sidney Crosby, and to a lesser extent, Mike Matheson, to waltz right into the low slot. Uh, That's not something I'm thinking about the goaltending. If you want to get right down to just, you've allowed X number of goals, and therefore you are this, that can run in both directions. I've seen games where goaltenders looked completely discombobulated and only gave up one or two goals, and everyone says after, oh, they were really solid. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. They were all over creation. They were just lucky the other team couldn't shoot. No player at any position for the Pittsburgh Penguins has been more consistent to date than Jari. I'll stand by that even if he has an entire week of giving up softies, but he didn't. He really didn't. Could he have turned in another save or two that would have made a difference? Sure. But along the way, you've also got to look at some of the saves that he did make that were above and beyond. So, no, I I don't have any concerns about him. I do have concerns about the goaltending depth. Those are going to go on until, I feel, they'll go on until we see Louis Domingue get a fair chance. Uh, He had the one game. Out in San Jose, played out of his mind exactly what you want to see from a backup goaltender, then of course went down with the most unfortunate foot injury, uh, making a save on Brian Boyle at a morning skate of all events. I'm not a believer in Casey DeSmith. I respect the fact that he went out over the weekend and showed well, got himself kind of back in the discussion. But to me, Deming is the guy who's going to show whether or not Ron Hextall has to go out and make a move for an additional goaltender. But Jari, you know, I'm all in on him. I'm sorry. I I know that flies in the face uh, of a lot of statements that were made last summer, including by me, that you weren't going to know anything until you get to game one. But I'm seeing a different player this regular season versus last regular season. I'm seeing a different composure, a different makeup. Had a good discussion the other night with Andy Kyoto, the goaltending coach, uh, who of course wasn't here for last season, but has really respected the effort. That was the one thing that he underscored in our conversation, the effort that he's seeing from Jari on a day-to-day basis. He loves it. He believes in it. I'm with him. I'm with him. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We will do another one tomorrow.